This is episode seven, The One with the Blackout with Megan McKeever. Hey guys, and welcome to I Have No Friends. I'm your host, Leandra Ryan, and each week I'll be taking you through an episode of Friends while providing comedic commentary through the eyes of the modern millennial female. Today, my guest is Megan McKeever, a good friend of mine, and she is an actor, she's a children's entertainer, she's a bubbleologist, and the host of Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. Welcome, Megan. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. <laughs> You have friends. I'm here. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> I just keep. I just called it that so that people would tell me that I have friends. <laughs> just because sometimes I need a reminder. Yeah, we're not insecure. It's fine. No, it's <laughs> totally chill. This is why we're actors because we're secure people. Totally. <laughs> so the first thing that I like to do is jump in with like a piece of trivia that I found from the episode. <laughs> okay. So I found this. I thought it was super interesting. So uh, the blackout in this episode is the result of an event seen in Mad About You, episode Pandora's Box, where Jamie causes a citywide power blackout in New York City. And the effects of the blackout are seen in this episode of Friends and in the episode Birthday in the Big House in the short-lived NBC sitcom Madman of the People. All three oh, episodes <laughs> aired originally during the evening of November 3rd, 1994, Alongside a Seinfeld episode, which did not incorporate the blackout premise. Ooh. Isn't that cool? That is cool. All these NBC sitcoms just like got together and they were like, let's have a blackout night. That's so weird. Because they all take place in New York and I just thought it was cool. And I don't know that much about Mad About You, but I feel like I need to know about it because Ursula Buffet does, is in like 25 episodes of it. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why like Friends totally got me. And Mad About You, like, missed me completely. Because it was, like, the same era. Mad About You's with, um... What's Helen Hunt. Yes. And Paul Reiser, I think? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I looked it up because I was, like... Because I've heard other trivia about it in relation to Friends because Ursula is in it. I had no idea. I know. I didn't either until, like, just recently, actually, which is bizarre to me. You know, like, it's just, I don't know why Mad About You just, like, flew under the radar for us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, I don't know, it just didn't have the same appeal. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's, I guess it's about, like, a, a newly married couple in, in New York City. Right. And, you know. Man, I forgot about that show. I, Helen I didn't even really, I didn't even really know about this show until I started, like, deep diving into Friends trivia and I found out that Ursula was on it. And that they were doing these sort of like not necessarily crossover, but like sort of nodding to each other. Because I guess that was before Helen Hunt started doing like bigger movies, right? I don't know, I guess. It I had mean, to have been. Because like I would say Twister was like her Twister. first like big movie, right? Yeah. When was that? It was like 96. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I know. I don't think I actually saw Twister. Oh my God. I love Twister. I think I didn't watch <laughs> Twister because I lived in Texas and it was too real. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Literally, I talked to my dad um, two days ago and he was like, yeah, so we're like in the closet right now. Like there's a tornado watch. And so we're just like chilling. Like we were going to have a cookout, but it's canceled because there's a tornado. La-di-da. Anyway, how are you? 
and I'm just like I don't miss that at all no no fun yeah so yeah I just thought that was super interesting and I interesting that Seinfeld was like no thank you yeah but that makes sense yeah I guess they gotta be different I guess whatever Seinfeld not as good as friends whatever we're moving on (laughs) I mean I like Seinfeld but Seinfeld never got me it just never grabbed me I don't know I don't know why I'm not like I I respect it I like I get it you know yeah but I just I don't know I never got like into it it's pretty good yeah it it started a little earlier than friends though right like it's a little bit older yes it is because I feel like I just wasn't maybe I just wasn't there yet like maybe I just wasn't watching sitcoms quite yet and I just missed it by a few years yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah because you're a little younger than me yeah yeah because I was in like I think sixth grade when the last episode of Seinfeld aired. Okay. So you when did it end? Ninety six, ninety seven. Okay. Yeah. So that was like just the first couple of years of Friends. Yeah. That it had, it already ended. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I like Jerry. I've seen him do stand up, and he's incredible. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Classic Jerry. Not wanting to be part of the blackout premise. All right. Now I'm going to surprise you with a, a random trivia question Ooh. from the season. Oh, no. The first season? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get it. So this is my old trivia book. Choose a number between 1 and 182. 42. 42. Let's see. Oh, this is insanely easy, and also we just talked about it. What's Phoebe's twin's name? <laughs> Ursula. Stupid yes. question. Love it. <sighs> the book failed me. <laughs> All right. Do I get something? What do I win? No, just bragging rights. Oh. Just gratification. Although it's not very impressive <laughs> because we just talked about no, it for not. like 10 minutes nothing to brag about <laughs> but good job yeah i remembered something from a minute ago yeah it's great <laughs> i'd be really concerned actually if you didn't did yeah that we would have a situation which right now who who's who knows <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right let's get personal oh which friend's character are you oh i didn't know you were gonna ask that <laughs> You haven't thought about this in depth? I mean, <laughs> I, it's, I mean, I definitely have some Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Definitely some Monica. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm like a Monica-Phoebe hybrid. Can we do hybrids? Of course. But then also some Chandler. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really see you as a Chandler. Why do you think that? I don't, because uh, I just, I don't always say or do the things I should <laughs> when i should do them i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm just i'll stick with that monica phoebe hybrid you can be chandler i'm <laughs> no i'm okay. not telling you you can't be chandler no, I, know, I, I just know. was wondering That's why too you many though i don't want to be a hybrid of half of them that doesn't make any <laughs> sense so i'll just pick two all right yeah well now everyone knows everything about you so this is great <laughs> now we're on the same page <laughs> what about you do i ask you or do you 
talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've talked about it like 14 times, but yeah, I... <laughs> You I should listen to your podcast. No, no, it's fine. I am uh, also a hybrid. I'm going to do the hybrid of three things, even though oh. you just frowned upon it. Chandler, Monica, and Rachel. Oh. Don't you agree? The ra- I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're definitely not Phoebe. No. No, or Ross. No. Ooh, Joey sometimes. Really? <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Have you gotten any Joeys yet? No, I've, I don't think I've had anyone tell me they're Joey. I don't think anyone wants to be Joey. No, no one wants like to Like, he's Joey. very lovable, but no one wants to be like, yeah, so I'm an idiot. <laughs> 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 or like, yeah. I'm a fuckboy. Like, no one wants to, like, right. own up to that. Yeah. But but he's still, he's a likable fuckboy. Yeah, and, and he, like, his character arc throughout the season, mm-hmm. like, he becomes more real. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they all do. Yeah. I love season one because it's like they're still like finding it. Yeah. You know? Totally. So. Cool. Good stuff. Do you want to get into the storylines? Sure. Okay. Cool. So the three that I saw, obviously this is the blackout episode. So everything is revolving around the blackout. But there's sort of, I think, three different things going on. There's Chandler, who is stuck in an ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. And then there's sort of Ross being in the friend zone with Rachel and calling that out. Mm -hmm. And then there's the lost cat, which introduces us to both Paolo and Mr. Heckles for the first time. Right. Yeah. So those are kind of the three things. Let's get started with the, the ATM vestibule. (laughs) <laughs> well, what kind of name is Goodacre? Is that a last name? You know that's a real person, right? Is it? She's playing herself. She's an actual <laughs> Victoria's Secret model. No, I didn't know. I actually didn't know that until I started researching this episode. I always thought that she was just like an actor like playing a Victoria's Secret model. Okay, good. Now I don't but feel so bad. No, she's a real person. That was her real name. And she's married to Harry Connick Jr. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Are they still married and everything? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. Yeah, but I think she was even married to him then because in the credits it says Jill Connick. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Like in the screen credits. This makes sense now because I was like, why is this actress not very actressy? Yeah. <laughs> it. I agree. It, it makes more sense. Mm, she's a model, like a real one. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, she wasn't like horrible, no, but she just all. didn't have much of a personality. Yeah. She was very just like, hey, do you want to call somebody? <laughs> 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 do you want some gum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was just lacking a little. Yeah. Oomph. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's pretty. She is very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that whole interaction. I, and it was really interesting, the the voiceovers that Chandler had. Mm-hmm. So funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. Gum would be perfection. <laughs> no, but to me, gum is perfection. <laughs> I loathe myself, he says. And yeah. so dramatically throws himself on the counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does so much great physical comedy in this in this whole episode, and I love it. Like when he's choking... Yeah. Freaking hilarious. 
when he does the thing where he's like, I am some guy. <laughs> and he like dances over to her and then like dances back. Like there's so much visual comedy that he like nails. Okay, I have a clip. Um, would you like to call somebody? Yeah, about 300 guys I went to high school with. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Hello? Hey, it's me. It's Chandler. Oh. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm trapped in an <laughs> with Jill Rudiger. I'm trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Wooderer. I have no idea what you just said. Put Joey on the phone. What's up, man? I'm trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Oh, my God. He's trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. Oh, he's so funny. Goodacre. It's just the way that he, like, heightens it. And also, I just love that, like, just the concept of having to do that is, like, so dated. Like, because now you would just text someone. Like, it wouldn't be like, hey, do you need to call someone? Like, you don't have a cell phone or, like. Right. Or, like, you know, you would just, like, text all your friends. Like, you would text those 300 guys you went to high school with or like posted on Facebook and everyone would know but it's so funny that he has to do that and Joey knows exactly oh yeah and and he wouldn't be wondering her name he would just like google it real quick yeah you know <laughs> yeah it was that oh that girl yeah also it's like you know she can hear him <laughs> right <laughs> I mean which is why he has to do that but it's like yeah, there's no, there's never, I guess you can see, like, in the background of, like, one of the shots, she's kind of, like, like looking over at him. Oh, okay. But it's never, like, addressed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's used to people mumbling weirdly in front of her. <laughs> but, I mean, they, they start to get along, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think once the gum, uh, once he chokes... Yeah. And he and she saves him, which is super funny because she like she like does like the Heimlich thing. But like he like gets air. She like picks him up fully. <laughs> and I was like, damn, girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes a lot mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. Mm -hmm. She did. So I guess I guess the lesson here is Victoria's Secret models know the Heimlich yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's good <laughs> it's important so important <laughs> but yeah why didn't he ask her for his her why didn't he ask her for his number her number I can't speak right <laughs> now sorry <laughs> I don't know I know I feel like it was a missed opportunity too because I feel like they were getting along toward the end and she gave him the look like she I'm, even I'm kissed him on the cheek yeah and she was like I had a great blackout could have been more. I know. He could have dated Jill Goodacre. It's a good, so it's Goodacre, not Goodacre. I don't know. Because <laughs> he was saying Goodacre. I mean, I would go with what he's saying. Yeah. I'm probably saying it wrong. But it's a real person, so we can really find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 
we'll look that up later (laughs) cool anything else on that on that topic i mean you know like i told you earlier i feel like i saw a scene we didn't see it on, on however we were watching it but where she calls like her mom again and was like oh yeah like that guy was really cute i don't i wish he had like asked me out or something and he over and chandler overhears that but maybe how did he overhear it i don't know but <laughs> i just i feel like i saw that i probably just made it up or maybe i'm confusing it with something else i'm gonna look it up yeah look it up Megan has access to an extended cut that no one knows about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in my brain. <laughs> yeah. So. No, maybe it's on the DVD or something. Well, I feel like the last time I watched it was like Netflix. Mm. Is it on Netflix anymore? That's what we just watched it on. Oh, maybe Hulu. <laughs> it was Hulu. I, I don't think it's on Hulu. <laughs> well, I think it was at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's only on Netflix right now. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Because otherwise, why would everyone freak the fuck out when they were like, hey, we're getting rid of friends? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like it would only be on Netflix. But I don't know. We'll we'll find that out. If anyone knows the answer to this, tweet me. Leandra Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and set us straight here. And also tell us how to pronounce Goodacre. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we have sort of the continuation of the Ross and Rachel saga. Right. They're talking about craziest places they've had sex. And do they say that? They don't explicitly say that, but that's what they're talking about. Right. See, that's what I. Why were you confused? No, no, no. no. I mean, I knew, but I was like, but they never said it. They just kind of jump in Mm -hmm. to it. They never, you never hear them say like, what's the craziest place? Yeah. Yeah. So we get to the the fact that Rachel, the foot of the bed is her craziest (laughs) place. And then Ross and Rachel are having this conversation about, she's like, oh, I've just never had that kind of passion where I like have to have someone right then. You know, she's like, oh, like, am I ever going to have that? Basically, I'm, you know, paraphrasing and. And he's like, yeah, you know, like, I, I see, like, passion your future, whatever. She, of course, has no idea that that he's hitting on her, as as nope. usual. That leads me to this clip. It's never going to happen. <laughs> what? You and Rachel. Why not? (laughs) Because you waited too long to make your move, and now you're in the friend zone. No, no, no. I'm not in the zone. Oh, Ross, you're mayor of the zone. (laughs) Look, I'm taking my time, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm laying the groundwork. Yeah, I mean, every day I get just a little bit closer to, uh... Priesthood! Joey, Joey. He's so good. And apparently, this is one of the first, if not the first, mentions of the concept of the friend zone. Like, in society. Really? Yeah, the internet believes <laughs> the <laughs> that this contributed to the friend zone becoming, like, a cultural thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
But I mean, it existed before. It's just this made it more like known widely. I don't know. I was too young to know about the friend zone at that, that moment. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely know about it now. <laughs> Are you in it? <laughs> um, with some. <laughs> some more than others. Word. So yeah, arguably, Joey invented the friend zone. Wow. I know, right? He's, so he's really smart. <laughs> he's not an yeah. idiot. Yeah. I mean, that's a big discovery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that happens. And then he goes out on the balcony and he decides that he's going to, he's going to, I guess, ask Rachel out or tell her, tell her how he feels or whatever. But before we get to that, I want to jump back to craziest place you've had sex. Oh. If that's not too personal for you. <laughs> if it is, that's okay. I mean, I have other people that answered it. No, I don't ask this to everyone. Oh. I'm just asking this because it's relevant to the conversation. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I don't. That's not what this podcast is. <laughs> I know, but do you ask them like other like sexual personal questions? Oh, only if it comes up. You don't have to answer it. Um, no. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Pretty vanilla. Let's see. floor the floor <laughs> of the bedroom <laughs> i don't know what about you can i ask you wait what was it, the floor of the bedroom <laughs> or a different room uh, <laughs> i mean like a living room <laughs> a couch okay all right car are these crazy places mm, no but that's okay I've actually never had sex in a car. I've done everything else in a car. Okay. In high school, you know, before. Maybe I've never had sex in a car. <laughs> I think I was just naming places that sounded more crazy than the floor of a so living room. <laughs> so, okay, so everything's a lie, basically. <laughs> everything's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so the floor of the bedroom is, I mean, here's is the, thing. the actual answer. Here's the thing. The bed is the most comfortable place. It's true. Why? The floor is not comfortable at all. It's horrible. Why do it other places? You're going to get rug burn. It's just shitty. Just do it in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Who cares if it's not crazy? It's yeah. comfortable. And it should be fun and comfortable. <laughs> Sex should be comfortable. <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> I'm so tired of, like, injuries. <laughs> You know, I don't want injuries. No, no. I'm old. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Want to make sure I can do it, you know, the next time. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think for me, Monica actually mentions a pool table, which I have done. Oh. Yeah. I've done pool table. Hey. I've done dining table. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Did I eat on it? Oh, God. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Go on. It's been clean. Oh, wait. Like and it was your times. pool table. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done it like in a public pool table. <laughs> no. Like in my house. Well, that's not crazy. I'm not saying it's crazy. I'm just saying it's, you know, better than the bed, right? Like if we're, you know, I pretty guess. much, I guess like the only 
I mean, there's like, you know, kitchen counter, like bathroom, that kind of stuff. But as far as like outside of my house, I've like, I haven't had sex up there, but I've like done everything else on the rooftop deck of my building. Okay. <laughs> so that was exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Someone can like come in. Someone can like just walk up at any moment. So that's kind of thrilling. But I've never done like a super public place. I... Yeah, I've never. Okay, I've never had. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no. Oh my God, you can't do that. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you gonna do that to the people, to the world? Uh, okay. So like, I've never <laughs> had sex, but like one time, like I don't know. You know, we live in LA, and it's like people walk up and down the street. Like people are always out and about. And, like, I, I went out with this one guy, and, like, all of a sudden, he just, like, started making out with me. Like, he pushed me up against, like, the window of a store <laughs> and just started, like, making out with me. Nice. On, like, Hillhurst. Hillhurst. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a pretty busy place of mm-hmm. Los Feliz. Is that the end of the story? That's it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, we didn't go further than that on the street, <laughs> but, like, that something yeah okay you know what else i like i kind of like doing it like against an open window oh that's dangerous not an open window like a oh. like a like without the curtains oh okay you know. okay so like people can see if they're looking but like they're probably not looking so it's like kind of risque mm. oh well i've definitely done that yeah because it's like Especially, like, if you're in New York and, like, you're in those high rises. It's, like, who's going to see you? Like, no. Yeah. Unless you're in New York and, like, the person, like, the window. Like, that person right there. Where my bedroom right now? That person (laughs) right there. Like, I mean, their window is, like, like, they can see in here. Oh, well, that's different. So, that's, like, hey, neighbors. But it didn't, you know, didn't happen. But it could have happened. Could have. We're not very interesting people (laughs) is what we're getting from this conversation. Nope. (laughs) Two single girls <laughs> with vanilla sex. Yes. Yes, indeed. If well, anybody wants to spice it up, <laughs> Megan makes bubbles. That's the Insta. Megan makes bubbles. Insta. Slide into her DMs. She likes that. <laughs> she Come slide away. She likes the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> mm. All right. Great. So Ross and Rachel are on the patio. And then a cat just just jumps onto Ross's shoulders like some kind of asshole. And it's not like a cute little cat. It's like it's a like huge mangy. ass cat. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, totally like derails the moment or whatever. <laughs> and I loved when Ross, like he got, he had scratches or whatever. He's like, why don't we just put the cat out in the hall? And they're like, well, she'll get trampled. And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was like kind of funny, like obviously not from like an animal rights perspective, but as someone who is not a big fan of cats, I know that you are, but I'm not a big fan of cats and also I'm allergic to them. And one time I remember I was dating this guy for like a decent period of time and he had a cat and it was like, I couldn't go over to his place because it was like, you know, um, and I remember Googling, how long do cats live? <laughs> <laughs> and you were not happy with the answer. No, no. I was like, God damn it. I'm not going to be with this guy for that long. I don't know. I guess at the time I thought it was a possibility. 
Aw. Yeah. No, it's fine. But yeah, so I can, <laughs> I can sort of half-assedly relate to like, how long does this cat have to be here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have brought that cat inside. Like, Rachel's like loving it and hugging yeah. it. And I'm like, gross. I mean, I love cats, but like, you know, there's a way. Get a blanket, keep it outside, Mm -hmm. feed it, Mm -hmm. make sure it's comfortable. Like sex. (laughs) Sex should be comfortable. Just like with cats. Yeah. Okay, good. So Megan McKeever thinks that cats and sex should both be comfortable. (laughs) This is good. This is good. We're all taking notes here. This is material for the DMs, you guys. <laughs> this is show her that you listen when she speaks. <laughs> I would really prefer nobody DM me about <laughs> this podcast. Oh, you've already opened the door now. <laughs> <sighs> so the cat comes into our lives. And then Rachel and Phoebe decide to go around the building in the dark by candlelight. I don't know why no one has flashlights in this episode, because we definitely had those. No, and it was the 90s. Nobody had flashlights. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we totally <laughs> did. This isn't Charles Dickens. Like, this is, <laughs> I know. But here's the thing I will say. I do remember in, in the 90s when the lights would go out, if you didn't know where the flashlight was, you couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. True. You know. True. But once you light 50 candles... Should I be guess. able to find a flashlight. But what if you didn't have batteries? I think that was always the case at my mm. house. We never had batteries that worked. I look. I grew up with a hoarder, so we always had like a hundred batteries, but we didn't know where they were. Mm. Yeah, I remember my mom had this like massive like black flash flashlight. I remember it like so well. It's like this huge. It was like this big. It was like massive. And did it have like that that handle mm-hmm. on the top? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we had one of those. Yeah. 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 And it took like massive like D mm-hmm. batteries or something. And we always had that for uh, blackouts because we grew up in Texas where, you know, it, there's a lot of thunderstorms. Right. So we would get, you know, power outages all the time. So they go with the cat. They're trying to find the cat's owner, I guess. And they they meet Mr. Heckles for the first time, who I love. Yeah. Although he's not Mr. Heckles at this point. I think he's just credited as like weird guy or something. That makes sense. Yeah. But then he becomes Mr. Heckles and he's hilarious and I love him. He's like, this is uh, Buttons. Bob Buttons. Which I think should be your next cat's name. <laughs> okay. Bob Buttons. I, I like that you're like, your next cat. I know you're getting another one. Well, you already have two, but let's face it. you're. Well, currently my apartment only allows two, so... I'd have to really be sneaky. Okay, well then, <laughs> the next place you live. <laughs> Megan's like a major cat lady. Just I am so we're all clear. N- no, no, no. I <laughs> love cats, but I'm not a cat lady. Okay, what's the difference between someone who loves cats and a cat lady? I don't want to say because <laughs> really the definition is you can have cats. And then a cat lady has cats and a bunch of cat stuff. And I do have a bunch you of cat stuff. a ton of cat stuff. I know, but it's not like I went out and bought it. Because <laughs> okay. people like gave it to me. That's how I am with uh, Texas Longhorn stuff. I didn't buy like any of it, but like people just give it to me. Like my family thinks that like anything with a longhorn on it is a good gift for me. <laughs> yeah. So I just have all this longhorn exactly. stuff. And everyone's like, oh, you're like, 
you're like you know school spirit's like really important to you and i'm like no i just get all this yeah, stuff given to me exactly like uh, like that pusheen cat mm-hmm. it's like i just have all of this stuff and like so now my apartment's like decorated with all of this pusheen. but it's just like it's stuff that i have it's like you know but it's also useful stuff like like a, a kitchen apron you mm-hmm. know it just has that cat on it yeah or or cups and bowls you know they just have that kind of you know okay so you're saying that if you had bought all of that stuff then you'd be a cat lady yes okay all right got the it difference. got it so after mr heckles claims that the cat is his bob buttons the bob buttons and then <laughs> and then the cat hisses at him and he says you owe me a cat and then we uh we meet palo for the first time yeah Good old Palo. Now, question. How many episodes is Palo in? I want to say, like, I mean, probably at least four or something. Really? That many? Yeah, because Rachel dates him for several episodes, I think, before he hits on Phoebe. Like, grabs her ass. It's so crazy that they made Palo, like, such a big character. Because he just seems like a guy that you would just see in one episode and never see again. No. Yeah, he definitely recurs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just think it's yeah. weird. Well, I think it's because they're setting it up for Ross to be like the opposite of him. Right. Or as Joey says, the anti-Palo. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So I think that they had her with someone that's like the polar opposite of Ross so that then Ross is like the, I don't know, I don't want to say savior, but that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. I don't want to say that Rachel needed saving from Palo, but, um, you know, he's just, she, you know, she was with Barry, who was, like, super vanilla, like, safe option, Mm -hmm. no passion, you know, and then, you know, of course she has to have Palo to, like, get that out of her system, you know, and that's really the first time that she has just, like, like, passion, you know, and then she sort of finds Ross, who I think we're supposed to see as the best of both of those worlds because they have like really good chemistry and all of that but like he's also like a really good guy and you know yeah so it makes sense to me yeah i guess but i see what you're saying too like he's he just seems so like one-sided in this particular episode well i mean he's a fuckboy right (laughs) (laughs) do you find palo attractive no Really? I do. Do you? I just... But you're not the first person that's told me that they don't find him attractive. I think it's just like that. I'm not a big fan of like long hair like that. You know I love long hair. I know you do. I love, love long hair. Although I do think Paolo, I wish he was like a little less like beefy, if that makes sense. Like he's a big guy. Yeah. No, I get maybe it. if he was just like a, like a little more like normal sized. But I would not let that deter me. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, this is probably why I'm single, because he's a total asshole fuckboy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm single, too. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah. So then Paolo comes into our lives. Ross is obviously upset by this. He comes back and hangs out with the group. And then Paolo and Rachel end up making out. Mm. In the when all the lights finally go out, all the candles finally go out, I guess. Yes. Do, do you have another clip? I do. OK. OK, I'll play it because I think I know what it is. Rachel and I are. We're kind of a kind of a thing. Thing? Thing. Yes, thing. 
you have the sex? No. No, no. Um, technically, the, the sex is not being had, but that's... Uh... See, but that's not the point. See, um, the point is that, uh, well, Rachel and I should be... Uh... Well, Rachel and I should be together. You know, and if you get in the, um... In bed. No. <laughs> no, not where I was going. Uh, if you get in the way, way of us becoming a thing, then, uh, I would be, well, very sad. Mm. Oh. So do you, um... Ceviche? Si. Si? Si? So you, uh, you do know a little English. Poglito. Yeah. Do you, uh, mm, do you know the word crap weasel? No. No? That's funny, because you are a huge crap weasel. Is that the clip you thought it was? No. What do you think it was? Well, do you have other clips? Uh, no. Oh, well, okay. Well, I have one for later, but it's just a quote. It's okay. not related. Um, well, let's talk about this one. Okay. Crap weasel. Yeah, I don't even know if I know the word crap weasel. Like, what does that even mean? I've never heard it. <laughs> like, who, like, what writer was like, hmm, crap weasel. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the word. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not like crap face or crap face. Douchebag or I don't know. Yeah, was douchebag a thing back then? Like, were we calling each other douchebags in 1994? I don't know if we were. Really? I feel like that's. Were we? I feel like that's pretty 90s. Okay. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I in 94, I was in fourth grade. So yeah, I, I no was idea. a child. So. <laughs> um. I don't know if I was going around me like, douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was definitely saying crap. Yeah, but I was, crap was. I was not saying crap weasel. Maybe that's a L.A. thing. Like, because like thing? the weasels. I feel like weasels were like a 90s thing. Weasels were a 90s thing? Are, isn't a weasel just like an animal, like a rodent? Yeah. So how are they 90s? I don't know. I just feel like I are heard that word a lot. And I just feel like I heard weasel a lot in the 90s. Oh, like calling people weasels. Like I think the the implication of calling someone a weasel is like they're like sleazy, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that would make sense then. Yeah. Because Palo is sleazy. But crap weasel. What is that about? Well, they just wanted to punch it up. <laughs> crap weasel. I just love how he's like, are you familiar with the term crap weasel? And I'm like, I don't think anyone is. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And he's like, grazie. Yeah, he's like, grazie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you, what did you want to talk oh, about? Oh, I just, I just love that. The clip of them going, ha Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good yeah it's so good and that's like right when the lights come back on and everyone's like astonished to see because ross is like Bwah. yeah he's like i have the best one and then like right when he's doing it like the lights come back on and he like kind of has the wind knocked out of him yeah you know yeah poor ross um was that really palo's cat <laughs> Like, really? I mean, apparently, but we never see it again or talk about it again. I don't think that was anybody's cat. I think it was just an alley cat that was just walking around. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, this is my cat now. I'm stroking its head. Yeah. I also love when Rachel, like, she's like, 
sort of on the floor with like the candle and then she like sees his feet and sort of like does the like foot to head <laughs> yes like, and she's like wow and i'm like okay this is very like <laughs> you're like looking at his dick before you look at his face <laughs> yeah she's like wow and then she blows out the candle and she goes oh wow yeah like accidentally yeah yeah Paolo is here now for the next couple episodes yeah at least anything else that you wanted to talk about about just like the general storylines and stuff is that it did we cover them all i think so here's a question is the coffee shop in their building i don't think it's in their building but i think it's like really close okay because they had to go from the yeah. coffee shop to their apartment yeah I think actually in one of the earlier episodes, Joey like counts the steps to the coffee house and he's like, see, it's less than 20 steps from our place to the coffee house. Okay. Chandler's like, you have way too much time on your hands. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's just like right around the corner. Because if it was like a true blackout, like they would have been stuck there. Yeah. I thought about that too, actually. And I I just wonder why they chose, because it seems to be an episode set up to be one of those um what are they called when the whole show is in one room you know there's like a it's a thing dang it what's the name of it there it's like a it's a writing thing it's like mono scene no (laughs) it's just it's just like when one episode of a show is just all in one room it's like the episode where they don't because they have, because Friends has an episode like this where they're getting ready for Ross's um, museum thing. Yeah, and then that whole episode is in that one living room. Yeah. So this was almost like that, but then they had the little thing with Chandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Split him up. Because Chandler never, we never see him in this episode with anybody else. Yeah. Which is super rare. Yeah. For like one of the characters to not interact with the other ones. Exactly. Except on the phone, I guess, but. Yeah, that count. Apparently, according to the internet, this is uh, one of his, if not his, most favorite episode. That makes sense. Matthew Perry. Yeah. He's really good in it. Yeah. He gets to hang out with a model all day, all week. I think it really showcased his um, abilities. Yeah, he got to do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. And he he looked really cute. Yeah. Like, he looked really good in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, his clothes and everything. Like, sometimes they put him in, like, dorky stuff. But Yeah, his his uh, his outfits are very questionable, especially in season one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he was cute. All right, let's move on to some segments. Okay. Most dated reference. Did you see, oh, see anything? I don't know. All right, I have. Crap weasel. Crap weasel, <laughs> yes, very good. I noticed when Monica is, like, treating Ross's, like, scratch from the cat, she says, oh, we'll just, like, put some Bactine on it. <laughs> Do you remember Bactine? Yes. That's, like, Bactine. not a thing anymore, right? I don't know. I feel like it's not. I haven't heard or thought about it in 25 years, probably. <laughs> I mean, what, isn't it just, like, is it Neosporin or something? Or From what I remember, it was just, like, this liquid that I don't think it's actually antiseptic. I think it, like, is for itching. Because I remember we always used to put it on our mosquito bites to, like, stop the itching. Mm. But I don't think it's, like, Neosporin where it's antiseptic. 
Do you think that was supposed to be like a pun? Because it was his, <laughs> like his back, back team. <laughs> I hope not. That'd be really dumb. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought. I'm pretty sure we had an old tube of it somewhere in the house. Yeah, I think it was like a liquid. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had like a big thing. I feel like it was like white and green. Like the bottle was like white and green or something. I feel like it smelled funny too. Yeah, it smelled bad, I think. (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. But that was a blast from the past for me. And then we kind of already talked about this, but just like the entire concept of like having to actually talk to people during a blackout instead of just like being on your smartphone the whole time. Yeah. It's like imagine being stuck in like an ATM vestibule with like a stranger. Like it's I would probably talk to that person because I like connecting with people on a human level. But I think most people would probably just like be on their smartphone the whole time and just like. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, hay, you OK? You OK? OK, great. And then go back to their phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just love how there's just so much awkwardness. In that scene so good. that comes from just like not having anything else to do, you know, the pin whipping. I yeah. thought that was fun. Yeah. Oh, having your friend's phone numbers memorized, you know? Yeah. Like, like, what's my number? Well, and Chandler just calls Monica from someone else's phone, like from memory, you know? Do you still remember some of your old friend's phone numbers? No, the only numbers I know are, like, my parents. I have those memorized, but that's it. And that's because they've had the same numbers since, like, you know, back when we memorized phone numbers. <laughs> I think I remember, like, my old, old, old house number. Like. Yeah. I remember my old house number, too, which is irrelevant now, I think. I don't think we have it anymore. Oh, yeah. No, we don't have it. We haven't had it for 20-some years. Yeah. But two two seven zero two six three. I think ours was seven five zero four seven four seven. Nice. Yeah. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and then there's that super funny moment where um, they're like in the apartment and Phoebe is singing that like top of the world look at <laughs> like that song yes which i feel like is a really old song and then like in the background is like ross like running around with the cat on his shoulder and that was funny that got a big laugh it's very theatrical yeah because yeah. you can if you watch those three singing they're very much like yeah yeah woo yeah which is also like no one's ever going to do that. No. <laughs> like, like with their friends in a blackout. Just like, let's sing campfire songs. Well, like, let's not go that far. No, I wouldn't do that. Literally have done that. Okay. Well, I stand corrected. Yeah. I mean, well, you don't have a guitar around. No, but I also don't like sing for fun. <laughs> oh, well, that's your problem. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I sing. I sing for fun if it's like to a recording of Britney Spears. If we had a blackout right now and you had a guitar, I could just play the chords. We would sing, have a sing-along. Britney Spears sing-along. <laughs> this is a song called Lucky. And then we'd... <laughs> All right. Well, I would do that. Yeah. If, if it's a song that I really love. Also, th- you can't see me, people listening, but I'm I'm like miming she, a guitar right now. <laughs> she's, yeah. She's air guitaring an acoustic guitar specifically. It's yeah. very good. It's very good. So there's the ones that I saw. 
favorite quote? Did you see anything that you liked? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It's not a quote, but when they're starting to look for the cat's owners and they go to the Melmans, <laughs> they're like, the Melmans, oh, they hate all living things. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> that was funny. I'm like, can we meet the Melmans? Like, I know, I right? want to know who they are now. I know. They hate all living things. Like, That's do they great. hate each other as well? Yeah. You know? Right. But, well, <laughs> a mystery. We'll never know. All right. I'll, I will play you my favorite quote in the form of a clip. <laughs> Fancy. God, the first time he smiled at me, those three seconds were more exciting than three weeks in Bermuda with Barry. Now, did you rent mopeds? Because <laughs> I've heard. Oh, it's not about that right now. Okay. I feel like all my favorite quotes are Phoebe. Yeah, did you ride mopeds? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a good question. I just love her. She just never thinks about what she's saying. Just blurts it out. So great. Because <laughs> it's, um, it's Phoebe. Uh, and I love, like, the song she was singing in the beginning as well. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I stay away from dairy. <laughs> yeah. La, 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 la. <laughs> She's, like, writing it down like it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Those laws, man. They're intense. <laughs> yeah. Fuckboy is the episode. Well, it's got to be Joey. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's pa- Palo? Palo? <laughs> Paleo diet? <laughs> Palo. Palo. I, I believe is how it's said. Palo. I think I just wrote it down weird, so I'm saying it weird. Palo. Yeah. Palo is the definition of a fuckboy. But we don't really know that yet, though. We don't know that yet, but we... We're judging. But I do think that because Rachel is like, we don't even speak the same language, like, I, you know, like, but I'm just, like, drawn to him. Like, it's, like, she's not, like, she's not, like, this guy's my next husband. She's, like, I want to fuck the shit out of this guy. Yeah. You know? And the other girls are like that, too. He's just, like, that's who he is. Yeah, he's, he is the fuck boy. Mm-hmm. So I think even though we don't, like, officially know that he's a total crap weasel right now, I think that it's implied that he is a boy that is only good for fucking. <laughs> but, Which is my personal definition of fuck boy. But we were kind of talking about this earlier today. Yes, we were. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think, though, that some fuck boys can not be assholes. I don't think I don't think they're the one in the same. Sure. <laughs> well, if the, if and this is my personal definition, if the definition is a boy that is only good for fucking, mm-hmm. you can you know they can still like, be really nice about it. Yeah, like they can still be like a nice person. Doesn't make them a shitty person, right? But they can be a shitty person. Well, everybody can though. Sure. <laughs> There's a lot of fuckboys that are still shitty people. Yeah. So, so I just don't think that, you know, that yeah. you can be a fuckboy who's a really nice guy <laughs> or a fuckboy who's an asshole. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> We're, it's cool. We're good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just wanted to make that clear for the record. <laughs> make that clear. That all you fuck boys out there, <laughs> I won't think you're all assholes. You might be, but yeah, let me be the judge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so right now we're, I feel like, you know, we're under the impression that he is quite possibly a fuckboy, but we don't know to the extent of which he is an asshole. Right. At, at this time. Okay. <laughs> but we learn later. Yeah, he is an asshole. So I just haven't found out yet. <laughs> Maybe. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> time will tell. Yes, it will. Did you have any other segments you wanted to talk about? That was all that I had. I would like to talk about best outfit, worst outfit. Okay, go for it. Ross's turtleneck sweater mm, mm-hmm. is the hideous thing. <laughs> the most hideous thing. It's not great. Yeah. No. And he, I think he's wearing like khakis too, which, you know, I have a lot of opinions about khakis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> but it's like, it, it's also too big. It's just like. It is too big. Like when he gets up and he's like strutting over like, you know, or whatever. There's like a shot of his butt and I'm like, those are baggy khakis. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it doesn't work. And it's all kind of the same color. Yeah. Monochromatic. It's like cream. It's a lot of cream. Too much cream. <laughs> <laughs> now, best outfit. Like I really liked Rachel's like nice denim shirt. Yeah. Rachel wears a lot of denim in season one, but mm-hmm. it like works for her. And also Monica looked nice and put together. Yeah, it was funny when she was on the phone to her mom and her mom was like, what are you wearing? She's like, pants and a sweater. Why? <laughs> Who am I going to meet? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, relevant. I really like Phoebe's hair in season one. Mm-hmm. When she wears it curly. Yeah. yeah. And then it starts to get weird. But I guess they were just trying to make her more funky. You know. Does it get weird or does it just get straight? It gets straight. But I don't know. I, I feel like she starts doing a lot of weird braids and using like weird clips and scrunchies and yeah well i feel like they all have a lot of scrunchy action in in the first few seasons because it's the 90s yeah you know that reminds me i have to give you your hair clip that you left your silver it's not a butterfly clip what is it a claw a claw (laughs) the little claw she left this little like silver claw it's like from the 2000s yeah what's that called old school it's not millennial. It's the, like the millennium. <laughs> I think you would say from the 2000s. From the double O's. <laughs> Is that right? From the ooze. From the ooze. I don't know. The old days. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave? I do. Okay. <laughs> I just really think this is a sweet, like, bonding episode for most of them. Because obviously Chandler's off but you know they're just like sitting around talking they're not on their phones they're not watching tv no i just thought it was like a nice like you know they're friends (laughs) they're getting to know each other and and i have no friends (laughs) and i just like that would be fun to just have a night like that no, I love this episode for the same reason. Every time I watch it, I'm like, ah, oh, we should do this. <laughs> but it's like, you know, for them, it's just like so natural because they're already all together. And right. like, you know, it just happens that there's a blackout and they're just there. 
but like think about if we were to do this today like what if we were like we're gonna organize like a blackout sleepover night and like we you know it would take like well 50 emails and like people would be you know we wouldn't be able to find a date it's like when we tried to plan vegas yeah <laughs> and that was only three people and that didn't even you know what i mean like yeah. it's just when you think about it like realistically today it's like so difficult but for them it was just like well we're already all here and and phoebe already has her guitar and we have all these candles inexplicably and <laughs> yeah and so we're just hanging out but we would have to go like camping mm-hmm. to get away from like the technology the technology we'd have to like turn our phones off and yeah yeah do you have anything that you want people to check out or follow or how can people find you um, you can find me on the Insta, <laughs> Megan Makes Bubbles. And you can check out the podcast, Cosmos and the City, on Insta. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. This was so much fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys, that's it for this episode of I Have No Friends. I'm Leandra Ryan. And remember, Megan McKeever is not a cat lady. Thanks for listening to I Have No Friends. If you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you have feedback, ideas, or suggestions, you can email me at IHaveNoFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find all my social media handles on my website, LeandraRyan.com. Looking forward to making some friends.